0: Coaches, welcome to the Championship Vision Podcast Series, P.E. Rocks. My P.E. Series is going to introduce some of the best P.E. teachers in the country. What are they doing in their daily lessons that make them the best and engage students? And at the end of every class period, the students are going, man, I love P.E. They're going to share with you some great great best practices. I hope you listen to all of them and uh, I'm going to have quite a few of them and I do want to appreciate Huddle and Dr. Dish as our major sponsors of the podcast and let's get right to it. So welcome to the PE Rocks series. Coaches, welcome back to the Championship Vision Podcast, episode 297. Today is part four of our PE Rock series. These are all great PE teachers from around the country who are going to share their concepts, their lesson plans, and great ideas that they use every day to make and impact kids and make PE fun. Today, we have Matthew Barker. Matthew Barker was born in England and grew up playing a variety of sports. After a six-year career in the British Army, he went traveling around the world and back to college. He made his way over to the U.S. to work on a summer camp with kids with special needs and now has been in the U.S. for over a decade. The camp changed his life, and now he has his own dream job, working as an adapted PE teacher in Alexandria, Virginia. He loves to get creative and utilize technology to share his love of sport and fitness to his students. EnrichEd is a small family-owned company that seeks to create education opportunities through unique sports programming. Run by Matt and Erica Barker and based in Alexander, Virginia. Enrich Ed aims to provide programs for youth players across Northern Virginia. Coaches, I think you're really going to like Matthew Barker's uh, program today and podcast. Today, he's going to, he really focuses on the youth, but mostly on adaptive PE equipment. Um, I am going to really learn what he is doing to create this adaptive PE. For some of you who don't know, adaptive PE is for special needs kids. And a lot of times they can't use the normal rackets or balls. So Matt has really adapted his equipment to cater for those kids. I think you're going to love this podcast, and I'm going to steal a lot of great ideas that Matthew Barker has created. Let's welcome Matthew Barker. coaches uh welcome back to the championship vision podcast coach kevin for here again episode 297 matthew so we've done quite a few of these man and, and hey i always i always enjoy talking to a person from england i just love your guys accent. So you got you guys talk true english by the way <laughs>
1: yeah thank you it's an honor
0: <laughs> not, not like us slang americans you know um so from the oh, we're born in the u.s i know you're a I know you're American as well, U.S. citizen. But um, hey, welcome Matthew Barker to the podcast. He's, uh, he's an adaptive PE teacher out of Alexandria, Virginia. And uh, coach, welcome to the podcast, man.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself. You've had a, um, I mean, you've had, you're part of the British Army and so forth. Tell us about, you know, how you grew, how you grew up and how you got involved in, uh, in physical education
1: yeah sure so I grew up in a small little market town in northeast of England and uh it's a pretty boring town so when I was 16 I was like I'm done with school I'm joining the army I want to go like see the world a little bit so enlisted yeah and uh it was all right I had some good times when was a bodyguard in Afghanistan which was pretty cool and then I actually guarded the Queen of England as well at Buckingham Palace so so there's some some good parts and then a lot of uh yeah a lot of (laughs) hard work sure to say the least and then uh yeah i I went traveling for a year uh around the world and then i went i went back to school in england and then my first summer at college i was like i want to go traveling again but i've got no money so i came to work on a summer camp in pennsylvania with kids with special needs and uh i just like fell in love with it i met my wife my first day in manhattan and then (laughs) it's just my whole life changed that was in 2011 so i've been working with kids with special needs ever since then started as like an ia i was an adventure sports instructor and then i became a special ed teacher in southeast dc through a teaching program and then I, I started a pe program there eighth grade uh, they had no pe no recess at this charter school so i was like they need pe so i helped like launch that got all the equipment and stuff for that and then i my, my end game was to eventually become an adapted PE teacher, which I did five years ago now. So I've been working five years in Fairfax County. And yeah, it's just like a dream job for me. I absolutely love, <laughs> love the kids, love everything about it.
0: Matthew, what what caught your eye or what what feelings did you have when you first started working with special needs? I know it takes a special person to do that. What? What kind of drove you to do what you're doing now?
1: At the end of the day, they're just kids. Uh, Some might need, they just need something a little bit extra. But like the joy that you get from working with them is the same as like a kid who doesn't have special needs. Uh, But I do like the like creative side of it too. So being able to like play around with stuff, different equipment, uh, modifying and adapting stuff so that they can have access to it too.
0: Yeah, and, and been, I, I've been a, a lower school PE teacher for 30 years, so, and I definitely, some of the issues, some of the issues that I've had is the, uh, the same equipment that my, my regular students are, are using, they can't use. So we had to be creative, but man, it's really a need for what you are doing because I go to a lot of PE classes and, you know, it's, it's difficult for the kids who have special needs particularly if they're, uh, you know, with their arms or legs and the, the, you know, the rackets, things like that. So there's definitely a need for what you are, you have created.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So the, do you want me to show you some of the stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, um, just like talking with people on Twitter, you, you kind of like find out like what they need. I, I used to have a student who was blind too. And, um, we used to like make noise-making targets, so I'd put like a beeper on a target, and it would beep so we could hear it. And then when he hit it, it had bells attached, so it kind of like make a noise. But we used like beeper balls, but they're like more like medicine balls. They're so heavy, and like if you if you like miss it, it's gonna really hurt. So I wanted to make something a little bit smaller. So this is a little. Um, I got like a beeper, and then like a car battery, car battery, uh, like housing. And then I could kind of like uh, did some soldering and just taped it together to make this little tiny thing. And it makes a horrible noise.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and then there's this beeper ball that used to have bells in. But like some of the kids just come in, like pick it out and steal my bell. So I had this ball. that was like an empty shell. So I could just put it in there and make a beep. And it's kind of like a real lightweight, uh, more of like a baseball sized ball that, that someone who can't see can maybe like catch and throw with it. Uh, so the person who I was talking to Twitter I'm actually going to send this out to them today because uh, I don't actually have any students who are blind this year so I'm just going to send it out plus I've got some spare, so I'm just going to make some make, it, make some more
0: so you create um now now do you create it uh or you just make it for them and then ship it out how do you how do you do it
1: well this is the first time I've ever like done anything like that it's just because the parts are so cheap and I've had and I just wanted to help this person out and a student uh because yeah so it was a good like collaboration between a few people like just spitting out ideas of what we can do to like meet their needs and stuff
0: yeah and it's and it's not it's not necessarily cheap but it's um you gotta do a little bit of handiwork on that but it really saves in, in in PE costs correct I mean talk about that a little bit
1: yeah so probably like I bought in kind of in bulk like six pack and like a 10 pack or something and it was probably about twenty dollars for but well, i could make like six of these beepers or whatever for twenty dollars so yeah and then the ball is just kind of like recycled so <laughs> yeah the costs are way down
0: yeah talk about the beepers now how did you create the beepers again or, or uh, talk about that a little real quick
1: so just on amazon i, I searched for like uh, a speaker and then a car battery housing Okay. and I soldered it together and then taped it all up so it's just this little tiny ball so now it's a, a little <laughs> <beeping>.
0: <laughs> right right
1: but yeah like Twitter's a great place to like discuss like ideas because someone else was like it'd be good if you could have a Bluetooth device so it could be in the ball and you could control it from your phone when it beeps what noise does it play that nice. sort of stuff yeah. and also like we've, 3d printing you could like house it in different size balls so you could put in a football or a basketball or a soccer ball like depending on what you're doing and you could like 3d print that housing which i think would be pretty cool and
0: yeah it. matter of fact i, I want to get if you ever start creating a company for it i, I wanted to invest into it man <laughs> i think it's totally needed I, i'll yeah. be honest with you what's the response you've gotten from people i mean my job is to promote what you're doing um uh, and what's been the response of other PE teachers
1: yeah we have get some like nice comments on Twitter people sharing it and stuff like that but uh yeah I'd love to for it to you know make something more you know uh something that we can get out big like, yeah. not, not just me sending it to one person you know I'd, I'd love something like that but I don't quite have that manufacturing <laughs> background or anything or that if someone's yeah, like yeah. You know,
0: but somebody will be contacting you, I'm sure about that, because you've had some great ideas. Talk about some more of your items. I I just want to see what you do, because uh, don't you agree that a lot of the things that you build are not just for adaptive, but for like a regular PE teacher, right? I mean.
1: Yeah. So I can show you this one, so I just got it out, but this is kind of an adapted uh, Franklin picture. You've seen one of these before, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So usually they just fire all the balls out, right? And you could adapt it so you can press a switch and it'll fire it. But it would take such a long time to load up. The student's already like lost their attention. So we turn this into like a... The student will press this switch once and a ball will fire out. And it's basically just tricking the machine. So we kind of like cut out parts and taped it so it constantly thinks there's a ball there so the motors are constantly running. Hmm. Uh, and then we had to add this little device. So when the
0: it's
1: not working for some reason, but you press it and then this would release the ball. Okay. So it really makes it switch act instead so of pressing it and just fire straight away. So that was pretty cool. So students can kind of like students who can't throw can just press the button and then they're like pitching. So okay. Uh-huh. I also use a leaf blower a lot so oh. <laughs> this is honestly the like this this you can use in a like regular PE because it's so so versatile so um we've got this this is like 50 dollars on amazon and then i made a frame of pvc piping to kind of like hold it so i'll, I'll, sh- I'll kind of show you all right so this is all attached to a switch as well See that? I see it. So we've got a switch, so they'll press a button and you can put a ball here. And the ball will kind of like just hover here. And it's like a I call it the invisible T. And then students can just come and hit it, hit it away. So the ball stays up. Okay. Yeah, it's but it's, it's quite loud, but the ball's I've got a lot of videos on my like Twitter. Yeah, and I think
0: I've seen that one too, Matt. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh but you can also put the ball inside and you can kind of angle it so it will like fire out so they can. Hit a baseball with a, a bat. Yeah. You know, trigger a switch and the ball will then fly out and like <laughs> go in the outfield, you know, it'll, it goes really far. Uh, what else can you do? Yeah, all sorts. So this fire stuff, uh, you can send volleyballs over, you get like inflatable balls. So we're kicking footballs through uh, field goal and stuff with this. Yeah. Uh, like the switch was a, a football on the ground. So when they kick it, the ball would just like fly through the fly through the goals. So th- this is like my number one like. <laughs> if I had one piece of equipment that I could use for PE, it would be like this leaf blower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. I mean, I um, hey, tell me this on that. First of all, all three of those have been great. Uh, do you have like a catalog or how do you, how are you trying to market this for other PE teachers? Um, you have uh, other than other than Twitter. Is there anything else you're trying to do?
1: Uh, I'm not, it's not really like a a business I'm, t- I'm. just kind of like sharing ideas. Sharing ideas like, for sure. So I'm just saying like, look, you could buy this like leaf blower, and you can like build a frame. Or like, if people are interested, like one of my uh friends on Twitter, he asked and I sent him a video, and then he's made a frame too. So <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, I mean. <laughs> I think it could be a pretty cool thing to do to, I don't know. Yeah. But I've got no, I haven't got the time to kind of like look into that sort of stuff, but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I love all those, the leaf blowers. Awesome, man. By the way, um, uh, any more that you have, man.
1: Um, uh, got? I've got yeah, a million projects going at once. Uh, <laughs> so I've, I've got a website. Netflixkids.com, mm-hmm. which we started during the pandemic, just to kind of all these people were sharing amazing videos on YouTube and stuff. So I kind of wanted to have a, a space where we could organize everything. So P teachers could come in and like find a video exactly. It's like searchable, but it's all like, it's all kind of like Netflix themed sort of stuff. I don't know if you, so it's kind of like organized.
0: Oh, nice, nice.
1: Like Netflix is, but. I've got like interactive videos on here there's this like new software that i've got um it? yeah so there's all there's all like all sorts of i've been really into like using a projector and pe
0: right right yeah
1: like smart projectors i'll be really interested in like looking more into that and projecting on the floor so there's like targets on the floor and just like interactive projector games and
0: yeah talk about that a little bit man talk about because I know a lot of teachers love using smart boards and different things. Talk about using their projector a little bit more.
1: Okay, I'll give you a little example. So, got this football zombies game. Try and skip out one a bit. So you project this on the wall. And then you can kind of like stand at your computer. So if you hit different parts, so if you hit this disco ball, you can click it on your computer and then all, they all start dancing. And gotcha. So that kind of makes it like cause and effect so they can hit different stuff. Like ideally it would do it all automatic, automatically, but you've got to kind of like be there manually to like press it and stuff, so. This guy gets sucked. And you can try and like kick it through the goal. You can kick off, throw. Um, this one is probably the one I'm most proud of. It's like a bones lesson that's interactive. So, so it's running really slow on this tablet at the minute. The
0: PE chef.
1: So it's like a quick bones lesson, but so.
0: And you're controlling that all through your iPad, correct?
1: Yeah, so it's all all like touch screen. Gotcha. So you you can like touch the the skeleton skull and it plays like a short video about what the skull and the job it does. You can touch his ribs, pelvis, different parts. It's all interactive, like built into the video. Cool, uh, cool. Yeah, so I use that for my like health health part, and but yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm super into like the videos and like the assistive technology stuff. Uh, yeah, just trying to make stuff interactive and, and as engaging yeah. as I can. Yeah. So,
0: so you work um, mostly with K five. What's your age group that you're working with?
1: My main class is at middle school, so seventh school? and eighth grade. Okay. I teach this class every day. Uh, and then I travel to a few elementary schools, uh, free elementary schools, and help out there as well. But the class at middle school is my class that I, I'm like the main teacher for, whereas I, I kind of support at the elementary level. Right, and, right. And goals and stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, talk about let's go back to adaptive PE again. Uh, what are some issues? Uh, for example, your class, it, you. Would you have just all adaptive PE, or would it be kind of inclusion?
1: Uh, it's it's self-contained class. Uh, usually, yeah, I would take some of my some of my classes into the gen ed and would go do some inclusion stuff. We've also had uh, students come in for like a buddy program, so uh, kids from the general education would come in and help out in the class. We didn't do that this year because it's kind of. Like, COVID just kind of nest all the programs up and it just kind of survival mode at the minute. But next year I think we'll probably be doing more of that inclusion, pushing in and getting kids to come into our class too.
0: Right, right. My wife is a special ed uh para pro. Uh they have five in their self-contained classroom. They would love some of this equipment. Matter of fact, I hate to say it's at the end of the year, but maybe I can kind of you can kind of help me develop and create some of these for their classroom because they They go out all the time. The one thing they do great is they try to get them uh, outside and moving and active, which I think is really vital for them. Yeah. Um, Some of the kids, you know, um, are, you know, artistic. Some some of the kids can't see their their sight. So they really need special equipment. So kind of talk about that a little bit as far as. uh, maybe a kid you mentioned before about the ball and, and, and so forth talk about some other types of equipments that maybe we could use for our classroom there's only five of them which would be perfect
1: yeah i'd bet the leaf blower would be my number one uh and you can you can use other stuff but i'd recommend building that pvc like frame as well so it's really like useful lightweight right. um also on my website the netflix uh i've kind of like to like collect all the equipment that i use and put it in one spot so if someone says oh i like that idea i want to go and buy that leaf blower or that type of inflatable ball yeah uh so i've got all my like products that i've used in my class on my website which i can can send you an email with a link to that if you'd like
0: absolutely on that i mean i love that we're gonna we're gonna steal a bunch of stuff from you man (laughs) it's a shame that it's at the end of the year but there's still a few uh Couple weeks left yeah. out here. Um, is there anything else you want to share about Max? I I I, I love what you're doing.
1: Just uh, some like n- really nerdy stuff. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my brother is a, a software developer in England. He writes. He's like super like computer guy. So I got him to write me some code. So basically, we've got this Bluetooth switch. So uh, the student can like, press the orange or the white one. So I'm developing some like quizzes so you can ask them which one, which bone protects the brain. It could be a skull or the ribs or something. And the student will be able to answer by clicking the switch. So we can really test like a student's like knowledge of what we're trying to teach them without them actually saying it. So that's all like video based too and controlled with this. And it's also cool because you can kind of like gamify stuff as well. So another one at, Another, like, example I'm working on is, like, a volleyball game. So the ball will come in, and then if it's high, they press the set button. And if it's low, they press the bump button. So they're learning about setting and bumping. And uh, So if the ball's high and they go to bump it, it'll go, oh, no, you missed. You sort of set that ball because it was high. So it's really breaking down, like, those concepts and hopefully making it accessible in, like, a gamified way. So right. right. I love yeah. it.
0: I love it. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, that's pretty, pretty nerdy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. And that, that's definitely needed on that. Um, <clears throat> how do you, um, how do you get kids to move? For example, I had uh, a couple of years ago, I had a, a girl that was basically in a, in a walker. Mm-hmm. Um, everything had to be within the, the walker device. Uh, very difficult for her. How do you help a, a, a student like that, that can, kind of get them not, she had to hold on to the bars. It was very difficult for her to do any type of apparatus equipment. Uh, Give me, give me recommendation.
1: So one example I can think of is uh, so we're doing like a racket sports unit tennis, badminton ping pong. uh, And it's just like changing the, the, the sort of tasks so they can be successful. So instead of swinging a bat and hitting the ball over I had this uh it's got a grasp switch so it's triggered by squeezing it so I made it into the handle of a tennis racket so if the shoe could come along and grasp it the, it would fire a balloon over the net and someone else could hit it back and then they could press it again and the leaf blower would keep on like blowing and it was powered by her holding on so Yeah, it's just kind of like, what what can the student do? Uh, How can you challenge them? Uh, Just like changing them, modifying the task to make make them be able to be successful in it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they get the sensation of being successful within a motor activity.
1: Yeah.
0: They don't get often. (laughs) So I love that. Uh, Matter of fact, I'm hoping you have a video. Do you have a video of that on on the...
1: um, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I w- I definitely want to see that for sure. Um, uh, yeah, I'll
1: send you a follow-up email with all my, with the links to all the ATS stuff and then that all the equipment stuff too.
0: Yes. And I, I definitely would like to partner with you and, and really promote what you guys are doing uh, on my 100%. podcast. Um, Cause I think it's, I think it's needed and I think um, you got some genius in you, man. So uh, <laughs> I, I love how you think because, I think we forget about adaptive PE students. Just to finish out here, man, the uh, why are they the forgotten ones when they really actually should be the primary kids we're focusing on, right, Matt?
1: Right, yeah, I mean, uh, one of my friends who I met on Twitter, uh, Jeff, he, uh, we, we did a presentation together and he told a story about how like he, he remembered trying to like get the student to do something kind of like, you know, like grasping or something and that someone who was working with us, Oh, he, Oh shit. He can't do that. And he said, it just made him so mad that like, with like these kids can like do stuff. We've just got to kind of meet them at their level uh, and like make scenarios where they can uh, like, really thrive. So I've got a student who's in a wheelchair. We can get her in a gait trainer, which we do a lot. But she was uh, we played a game of baseball today and she was the pitcher. So we had she was stood, she was in the middle and she was pressing the, the switch to blow up that ball on the leaf blower and, and that was the pitch and then the kids would hit it. So she was pitching to, to everyone today. So
0: yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: Just providing them those scenarios where they can like participate in sport and yeah, just seeing like the face light up when they like hit a ball over the net or they kick a field goal or they put a ball in the top corner of a net or you, you can like make these scenarios happen for them it's like and yeah we should definitely uh, be looking at ways we can like have that for more kids in the country
0: for, for sure. sure and i'm hoping our podcast will um kind of inspire uh administrators and pe teachers to really kind of look into better adaptive to equipment uh, you mentioned before about the smile on a kid's face we forget about that Ultimately, PE is about kind of exploring different ways to move, but making kids successful, helping them be successful, and not just about the star athlete, it's about the kids who are struggling, right?
1: Yeah, like, my, like, goal for my, like, middle school class is to get them to love playing sports, love exercising, because it's fun, and it makes you feel good, right? Like, if if a kid hates PE, they're probably not going to, like, they'll have to find their own route to have, like, an active lifestyle, like, sure. for when they leave school. But I want my kids to actively go and join a gym, act, join a sports team, like, when they go and get them living, like, the best life that they can.
0: You said it all right there, a lifetime of physical activity right yeah. now. I mean, uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing more healthy than being actively involved on that. Hey, I really appreciate you joining me, man. And, I, and uh, I definitely want to continue our relationship. I think you're doing a great job. I want to learn more about what you're doing. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be uh, definitely trying the leaf blower, man. So yeah. gonna, I got I to look at some of the activities there and bring it in to where my wife is working in the self-contained room. Matter of fact, she'll love, she'll think that's cool on that. The kids will too. Yeah.
1: Uh, any
0: final words for us and how can people reach out to you?
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter. At Digit the Ape, and uh, I've got my website netflixkids.com, and uh, yeah, I love working with people, like shooting ideas, making stuff. So yeah, if anyone wants to like, work yes. together, I'd love to. Yeah. For sure,
0: Matthew, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you coming on, and um, and uh, you'll be part of your part four of our our PE series, man. So take a look. <laughs> so I think I know a lot of PE teachers are going to be listening. To this podcast and so forth i'm actually going to send this to you a lot of my pe teachers so they can see what you actually they're going to check out your pe equipment
1: room oh, no. <laughs> <It's hard> <laughs> <sin>. <laughs> hey
0: man it's, it's like all of ours man i
1: mean yeah, hey,
0: i really want to ask you before we go about uh, baskets because i i i teach a lot of like you know uh I'm a basketball coach and I like like a K one through two special baskets made so they can have success. What do you do with that? Uh, bigger rims or what do you do with that?
1: Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous that elementary schools have full size adult basketball nets. It drives me crazy. But yeah. Yeah. Dude. So I've got this, I've got like about 10 different basketball nets. So this is obviously a lot bigger uh, and a lot lower. So guys can just work at chewing it from, this can come off. You can take it higher. Uh, all my other baskets are in my uh, my weight room, but I've got about four or five at all different sizes and stuff. And like the leaf blower as well. I've got yeah. pressing, shooting the switch, the leaf blower will throw like, this is like a beach ball in the shape of a... Yeah, yeah. ...color of basketball and we'll shoot that and it'll go in. So there's a, there's a cool video on, uh, that I'll send you, and it's kind of like the ball just kind of like hangs in motion. <laughs> I don't even like know what mad science it is, but it's just kind of like here, and then it just drops it. It's, like, I don't even understand the science behind it, but <laughs> it looks pretty cool.
0: I love that. Now, where do you buy that? Because I, I run so many little kids camps, and that's the hardest thing I have to do. do are those rims like normal? Um, are there like s- different weighted rims or backboards or what?
1: I got this one from a colleague. She gave it to me, uh, so I'm not sure where this is from, but I think Gopher do. Gopher do like a like a one you can move about, and they come in like four, six, and eight foot sizes. I think. So that, like, Gophers probably, or like looking on Amazon yeah. as well. Amazon usually like usually has everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's um, we're always trying to adapt with a it's just a pain um but uh we definitely need some better ones that are more adaptable to the to the little ones and i actually think even fifth and sixth graders should not be playing at 10 foot but that's no, yeah it's hard to sell that to a lot of people but
1: you should all- have the adult size gun lengthways but ho- like horizontally they need to be small like why are they like i just don't understand it. <laughs> you're right that, that's for good- adults yeah yeah
0: yeah for sure i it's we need to be more uh, modified in our sport activities. Before right. you go, kind of talk about that just a little bit. You think sports are now modified? Uh, it's they're more set up for adults, for kids.
1: Right. Yeah, just the basketball. Like they make like hopefully like the new gyms when they like renovate them and stuff, they'll like think about it. But yeah, they're just made for adults and like I like a five year old kindergarten should not be nowhere near like shooting a in a 10 foot they need to be on something like this size you know like
0: something totally agree yeah yeah yeah, yeah for yeah, sure
1: it's, it's, it's inappropriate <laughs> it's like
0: oh, yeah i totally agree yeah. um, like,
1: it's like putting them in an 11 a side soccer game or something right
0: yeah. <laughs> right and, and probably more balls i mean uh, you know i do a lot of things uh you know my pe classes with multiple balls multiple challenges to make sure everybody's actively involved, it's not just one ball and a bunch of kids trying. I mean, yeah.
1: uh, But yeah, I see Everyone that a should lot. have a ball. Every kid should have a ball and be practicing, dribbling yeah. and shooting, just like the whole time, like not waiting, just constant practice. Yeah.
0: I totally. That's agree. How you get
1: good? That's what I say. That's how you get good at stuff. You practice.
0: <laughs> touches. Get more touches yeah. and so yeah. forth. For exactly. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I love to see more videos actually of your classes and so forth and kind of. See what you're doing and really promote what you're doing. Matthew, thank you so much. I know you got to go. And I appreciate, man, taking the time out to uh, share on the uh, podcast. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Thank you,
0: coach. Hi, Tom Gelardi here, PE teacher and content creator of the Phys Ed Zone on YouTube with over 4 million views of at home PE challenges, physical education warm ups, and brain breaks as well as hundreds of tips for PE teachers found on TikTok. Just search Coach Gilardi. I want to thank Kevin for having this wonderful Championship Vision podcast where he interviews some of the best PE teachers and coaches from around the world. To all teachers, if you want to get inspired, check out the podcast and you'll find yourself improving your practices as early as today.
1: What's up, friends? It's Ben Landers, and I'm the founder of a website called thepespecialist.com. I want to say thanks to Kevin for letting us sponsor this episode, and also just for the great podcast that he puts out on the regular for PE teachers. episode sponsored by the PE Specialist membership. If you're not familiar with it, it's an awesome program with ready-to-go printable unit plans, lesson plans, tutorial videos, e-courses, printable posters, and station signs, and you can even get certificates of completion to help you finish your teaching certificate. We've also got some awesome follow the leader videos and some animated gift slideshows to give your kids some awesome visuals and show them how to do different skills like jump rope, paddle skills, soccer, ball handling, basketball. I hope you check it out at thepespecialist.com slash info. You can check that page out for more information. Once again, thepespecialist.com slash info. Kevin,
0: and have an awesome day.